Hey guys, it's, it's Miles from Cosmic Crit. Sorry for the whispering, but the GM is hunting right now. And I'm trying to be quiet and as still as possible because I've, I've read that if you don't move, he can't see you. But while I've got you here, I have some really cool news from Paizo this week. They just announced the new Starfinder adventure path, starting with the Reach of Empire and part of the Against the Ion Throne adventure path. Hired to transport supplies to a new packed world's colony in the vast, the heroes discover that the Aslanti Star Empire has invaded and occupied the colony with a small military force. The heroes must liberate the colony from its merciless oppressors, only to learn that the Aslanti have taken both an experimental starship drive and one of the colonists, an old friend of the heroes, back to the Star Empire. The Reach of Empire is the Starfinder role-playing game adventure for the for four first-level characters. The adventure begins with Against the Ion Throne Adventure Path, a three-part monthly campaign in which players visit and explore some of the worlds of the sinister Aslanti Star Empire. Uh, the Reach of the Empire will be written by Ron Lundine and is expected around August 2018. So that's going to be really, really awesome. We have some really, really cool ideas for how we want to uh, continue the show with these new adventure paths, but you'll have to stay tuned for that one. Um, by the way, this is the last week for our Skittermander contest, so make sure you get your Skittermanders in for before the monthly challenge ends. Oh, oh, oh God, He's, he saw me. Um, so I got to run, but... While you're here, please enjoy our newest episode, Kasarik Park. Last time on Cosmic Crits. Yarooks, Stingbats, and Rasinia. Oh my! We made it to level four! When in the jungles of Yukolam and being chased by gigantic beasts, you can run, bramble, squeeze, or distract, but you can't hide. We learned that sticking your hand into a Kalkariki nest almost always pays off. We escaped a herd of massive Yarricks, bested a gang of Kalkariki, and sliced a plant monster in half. Vrasania, more like Vrasa, need to get out of here with that nonsense. I don't like all this nature, I'm a technomancer. In the jungles of Castrovel, we find Obelisk. Obelisk the Tormentor, you've activated my trap card! Raimi received a mysterious message from the past. Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. I've leased a section of land on Castrovel and set up a sort of nature preserve, and I've spared no expense. There you'll find the stony-backed Yeruk the poisonous Kakarikis, and the deadly Vrancenia, an amusement park that will blow kids' minds. Join me in Yucalam Park. My name is Patrick, and I'm your amber-tipped walking stick-clad game master. Joining me on our maiden tour of the park are my five friends and players. To my left, a paleontologist who's unable to buckle his own seatbelts, Drew Plainax's wreck. I know this. It's a Unix system. <laughs> and... To his left, the wisecracking mathematician invited along for some reason. Jabert playing Andis one force. Nature uh, finds a way. Across the digital table, the one movie in which Samuel L. Jackson doesn't say Mother Pronker. Miles playing Raimi. Hold on to your books. And to his left, a young blonde girl in braids who knows how to use Unix. <laughs> Rebecca playing Alindra Vallis. It's good to be here. 
to my right, half of a lawyer who's trying to get some bathroom privacy, Tyler playing the draws for Honest. I feel like what I did was the best course of action at the time. <laughs> hey, everybody, that's uh, that's Jurassic Park. It's it's Rebecca's favorite movie. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen it. <laughs> Welcome. This is this is Cosmic Crit. I probably should have said that. We are back for episode 23. How are you guys doing? Pretty good, man. Yeah, quite well. I am so excited to play. Oh, why is that, Rebecca? Oh, it's just been a week and... Oh, and she needs <laughs> I'm... Well, I, I was asking because I thought you might have been more excited to play this week because you guys leveled up last week. Yeah, yeah. we did. Level four. Uh, so we're just going to go around and everyone say a cool thing that your class got at level four. Your character got at level four. Uh, why, don't, why don't you start, Miles, uh, my my good friend, Miles? <laughs> oh, what would uh, Raimi get? So uh, Remy doesn't get a whole lot in level four, but he does get access to level two spells. Ooh. And uh, I, I get two. Uh, so I picked uh, Caustic Conversion, which allows uh-huh. me to fling magical nanites as a ranged attack that deals 4d4 acid damage to one target, plus five additional dam- damage in subsequent rounds, nice, as nice. well as Invisibility which allows me to target uh, oh. invisible for one minute per level until it attacks. Just invisibility, you know, not being able to be seen. <laughs> that one. You throw that out so cavalierly after, you know, some kind of acid attack. Yeah, you're right. You really didn't get much this level. <laughs> well, well, I mean, like some people got like uh, extra little things to their character, whereas I get access to spells, which is fantastic. And as mm-hmm. a technomancer, I need them. But I didn't get any like cool, you know, like quirks. Like yeah, just invisibility. Just, just invisibility. Just invisibility. To be invisible for four minutes at a time. And I can also make my teammates invisible. Ooh, That's a good point. Good point. Uh, what about uh, Andis147? Jibber, what, uh, what, did, what did our favorite mechanic get? Oh, in addition to all your normal stuff, you know, will saves and stuff going up. But my big thing is overclocking. I got overclocking the mechanic trick. Which gives me plus two to initiative saves and plus two to reflex saves. Wait, initiative rolls and reflex saves. Uh, rad, rad. So your brain is just like, it's got like a fan on the side of it. Is that when you're just keeping it really cool? Yeah, that, that's how that's how overclocking works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just stick a fan next to it and it's overclocked. <laughs> Guys, I have I have no idea how computers work. Also, <laughs> also I went ahead and... Also, I went ahead and put a rank into mysticism just because, you know, we uh, we never we never make those checks. <laughs> <laughs> and what about Tyler? Tyler, what did Adros Varanis get at this level? Uh, all I get at level four is an extra combat feat. So <laughs> just another feat. <laughs> just another feat. Soldiers doing what soldiers do have tons of combat feats. So this this time I selected coordinated shot. Mm. Which gives a plus if I'm threatening an enemy, it gives all of the ranged attacks from my allies against that enemy a plus one to hit unless I am providing soft cover against that enemy, in which case it does nothing. So uh, kind of invo- kind of involves some good positioning and uh, but hopefully, you know, more bonuses. Are you about to out get them the get them master of knack? Never, never. <laughs> for for two levels and then we'll see. What what yeah, about I feel, like, I feel like that should have been called get the hell out of the way. <laughs> get up, get get down. Drew, what about our favorite 
Envoy, what what does you get on yes. this level? So for for me, there wasn't too much to to do other than getting some skills, but I did pick up a new Envoy improvisation, another ability I can use, and the one I picked was Watch Your Step. And what Watch Your Step allows you to do anytime there is a call for a reflex save, but before the reflex save is actually rolled, which I have a feeling we got to remember that uh, I can ca- I can call out to Watch Your Step to a character. And they will get a plus two for that reflex save. Yeah, so do not forget that because that uh, that can sometimes mean the difference between failing and succeeding. That does get better at level six too. Is that what you said? Uh, I, I did not or do not recall that, but level six is going to be uh, a different thing I, that I'm going to take. <laughs> I th- no, I think watch your step at level six. You can spend a resolve point. Oh yes, and that's right. Yeah, someone to re-roll a reflex save, which is like Ooh. so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. a lot of these kind of like you get like a little ability, and then it gets better as you, your character it blossoms like yeah. a flower. <laughs> yeah, like a like a bloom, blooming flower. And last but not least, uh, Rebecca, can you tell us what Alindra got at level four? Yeah, so I got another stellar revelation at level four. But since I have to maintain balance in keeping with the teachings of the Cosmonastery, I had to go with a Graviton revelation this time because I already had a Photon. Now I have a Graviton. Yeah, you just can't have too too many of one or the other, right? Or it takes a little longer to get fully attuned. Right, yeah. I mean, they make it so that you really want to keep them in balance. So I went with Gravity Boost. At level mm-hmm. four, um, and I actually consulted another Solarian on um, Trolling Stones on Discord, on the Starfinder Discord. So oh. uh, thank you to him for his uh, help with this. He convinced me that Gravity Boost would re- be a really good choice for me. It allows me to increase or reduce the gravitational attraction between me and the terrain around me, which I suspect would be really useful in cases like the Drift Rock, where we had zero grav and athletics checks to. Um, be able to jump and climb and things like that. Not only that, but at level six, it's going to turn into spider climb. So I'm going to be able to walk on walls and ceilings, and I'm really excited about it. But I'm not quite there yet. For right now, I just have gravity play around with. So nah, nice, yeah. You spider woman it up all over the place. <laughs> Great. So yeah, that is what you guys got at level four. Can you remind me real quick? Because it's been an entire week since we played. What was happening at the end of our last game? Well, everyone was asleep and uh, Rainy mm. was on watch. Ooh, when... Not everyone, though. Oh, uh, Lindra, I think, was also on watch with me. Correcto. Mm-hmm. And then his personal computer, Wick, started going off saying that he had an incoming message. Mm-hmm, yes. And we got the, the first little tidbit of it, and it was your online mentor who kind of taught you the ways of technomancy named Kindori. Actually, before we say this, Alindra, why don't you give me a perception check? See if you hear this across the camp, wherever you're keeping keeping lookout. Nope. All right. Nat- <laughs> natural one. <laughs> yeah. Remy plugs in his headphones. <laughs> yeah, Remy is, uh, is just talking to his uh, his computer like he's wont to do, so you, you pay it no mind. But the, the message, Miles, is in this robotic, artificial language that Kindori uses to, to speak. He says... I hacked a satellite. I will only have short transmissions. Raimi, it is I, Kandori. I picked up some transmissions from Absalom. I needed to find you and tell you, there is a bounty on your head. The corporations have sent out trackers, 
One of them found a journalist on Castrovel that took a photo of you in the lobby of Canberra University and sent it to Versys. Watch your back. We'll make contact again if I find more information. <sighs> Pronk, I was afraid of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the link-up that you have with the, the satellite ends and Wick returns to, to normal operations. Miles, you hear, once again, just the sound of the, the jungle around you, and somewhere you can tell high above you a, a satellite burns across the night sky. Awesome. So, one other thing that we have still to do from last week's game is Rebecca. Uh, Alindra was poisoned by Kalkariki venom. Is that correct? Yes. Right. So, as you guys are, are switching shifts before you get some rest and knack and Andis come on to, to watch in the, the, the middle watch of the night. Andis, why don't you try and, and treat her her poison? See if I, you can... I'm going to do exactly that. And you know I'd put another rank in the medicine. Aw, snap. Yes, oh, yes indeed. Wow, 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 That's wow. a 30 on a medicine check. 19 <laughs> on the dice. Yeah, we only... What, 25? Yeah, yeah. To, to boost that up? I, so, yeah, actually, it's, it's, a, it's a bit less than that, I think. I think it's just the DC of poison itself. So for this one, it counts as, I think, either treating deadly wounds or... Uh, long-term care so oh, it might see, be a little yeah. might be a little harder but regardless 30 gonna do it <laughs> right. 30 30s bringing home the bacon rebecca so instead of two nights of rest when you wake up in the morning poison has run its course and you are suffering no ill effects from it oh thank you andis of course it's my pleasure awesome and let's see here so knack and andis come on watch Things are things are pretty quiet, and then finally, third watch is Adros Veronis. Adros, Tyler, why don't you give me a perception check? Oh, good. Your best skill, right? I've got my <laughs> I've got my blue rhomboid floating above my head, giving me bonuses to this. It give is me my a, a little bit of light. Give me a little bit of light. Roll it. That's a twenty-two. Nice. Awesome. Right. So the night passes without any incident fairly quiet. You can still hear the Kaukariki troop kind of hooting and hollering every once in a while. Uh, they're keeping their distance, but you can tell they're like on the, you know, they, they've circled around you. And they're kind of keeping you in the middle of them. Right. So you guys wake up in the morning and a, a single shaft of, of light pierces the canopy and bathes the bottom of the, the obelisk around which you camped out in, in dim light, and you could tell in the previous day that you'd have to spend some time hacking at the, the roots of the, the vines and, and the trees that have kind of, like, gathered around the, the, the base of it. But that only takes about 20 minutes, so you're able to do that pretty pretty <clears throat> easily. Uh, I, have, I have a question, Patrick. We're, we're yeah. in shade right now, so we're still in camp, so we don't need to prepare ourselves for the heat, right? Or for the, the sun? Now we'll, we'll do that when you guys move on out okay. right now. Okay. Yeah, it's really like if you're hiking, you know, you're expending a lot of energy. And gotcha. No, no, I, I understand. Uh, as you guys are hacking away around the base of the obelisk or roots and, and vines there, you find where this massive plant creature that you, you killed it was kind of nested. And you find in this little, you know, kind of dugout, a torn Estix suit, a Mark One torn Estix suit. It's completely shredded, useless. And it looks like this thing has definitely tore someone out of their suit, probably eaten them. 
why why don't you give me a, anyone that has a, a life science check a roll to see if you can tell what this thing was? Sure thing. Twenty three. All right. So Miles, with a twenty three, you are sure that this creature is called a Rasenia, and it is a, a very large plant creature that you murdered within about five seconds of meeting it. <laughs> And uh, as we are wont to do, yeah, hope is not too rare. <laughs> you know, it's not that rare, but y- you've heard of these creatures. I think they are indeed native to to the jungles of Castrovel. They're they're something that maybe you've, you've studied in your magical studies because they have this this ability to lure people in uh, somewhat magically, and then they have the ability to freeze their prey. The paralyzing scent that it produces, the spores. And that was what I was trying to do in our previous episode where he was bringing in Nack and Alindra, uh, but they were not indeed paralyzed. They just got really close to the thing and then started cutting it to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> would, would our botanist friend like a piece of it? I mean, it does have these like drooping bell flowers on it that you can cut off. It, it wasn't something on his list, but you know, maybe he would like it. Who knows? Are you taking a sample? I'm taking a sample. Take a little Great. Piece. I'm so afraid the sample is going to come to life, like grow a new <laughs> one of these things. It's going to Audrey to this place up. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can train it. Yeah. Uh, why don't you guys, whoever's working at hacking at the roots, uh, give me a perception check. Raimi's going to be literally hacking at the roots. <laughs> so as you're digging around down there, you guys are all digging into it. It looks like, uh, Raimi, you're the, the first to find a scratched up and bitten Frostbite Class Zero long rifle. It's a, a cold weapon and a silvery cred stick. And checking it, it's got 290 credits on it. Not bad. Awesome. Uh, just yeah. question. Uh, I got a 22 and he got a 17. Why did he get all this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> just for that, I'm not sharing. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How dare you, Raimi? Uh, I, I was definitely looking at his 23 above yours. Well, yeah, no, I, I thought you guys would share. <laughs> can't use I'm that gun. To share. This I is can't. Raimi's episode. Clearly. <laughs> 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 well, I, I have two guns on me, so I'm going to need to give one to somebody. Yeah, Um. I was looking, I was kind of looking at a at a cryo rifle. We all know how Raimi feels about Andis, so. Oh. I think he'll be compelled to give it to you anyway. Oh, thanks, bud. <laughs> oh, I, I love that you guys are always like towards the back shooting long rifles at the enemy. I just imagine you like trading ammo and like re- reloading each other's guns. <laughs> I, as you guys are, are hacking away at these roofs, uncover a lot more of the base. Why doesn't anyone that has, does anybody have a, a knowledge engineering they can roll? Oh, indeed. Knowledge oh, engineering? That makes that makes sense. Oh boy! I'm sorry. Did you, say, did you say an engineering check? It was engineering, but hold your check because I don't know if you're getting higher than a Nax Sizrak. Well, well, a see. natural twenty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a natural one. <laughs> I'm so glad we waited with bated breath for that. He's like, uh, it's, well, I, it's I do some have kind plus, of obelisk. <laughs> I do have plus ten, so I mean, outside of a natural one, nice. <laughs> well, actually, both. Andis and Knack, uh, as you guys are, are clearing away, you're able to get a better view of the, the entirety of the structure. 
And you can tell this wasn't just a stone obelisk, as you might see in other planets. It looks towards the top. There are holds and and moorings that at some point supported another structure. And it looks like towards the top, it might have had some kind of canopy observation deck. You know, in the very distant past, it probably rotted and fell away. But not just a an obelisk. But like the base of a the base of a, a structure. Yeah, well, it looks like it supported a structure. Yeah. Is, okay. Does it look like there's anything we could get to the top and see? It, the top of it does pierce the canopy. So like the, the very tippy top goes above the, the trees around it. So they might have just used it to get a, a good view of the, the surroundings. Can, can we climb it? You can. Yes. Does anybody want to give me a athletics check to, to climb up? Ooh, can I use my new gravity boost thing to lower my gravitational pull? You tell me. Is that something you have to be in combat for? You can use it like anywhere. Yeah, I don't think so. It's pretty, pretty darn dope. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know why you would have to. <laughs> no, yeah. It says you can increase or reduce the gravitational attraction between yourself and the terrain around you. Um, yeah, makes and sense that gives me. me a bonus equal to one third of my solarian level if i'm not in combat can i become attuned no because if no okay yeah that's that's the thing so you can use the base ability most of the solarian abilities you have to, uh, right okay so attunement mood so yeah so you get a plus without one. attunement it's plus one yeah third two athletic checks so you want, go ahead and roll for yeah. me that's a 25 yeah so there is actually this cross cut in the the obelisk that allows it to be fairly easy to climb up, but it's still, it's like a 40 foot climb. It, it's a serious climb to get to the top and you do get above a lot of the trees that are nearby and can kind of see uh, the mountains or maybe to the, the Northeast. And there's some more to the, to the West and just jungle as far as you can see. Can I look at the obelisk or well, I guess whatever it is itself. Is there anything written on the side this far up? There, there doesn't seem to be, no. Okay. El Barto. Can, no, but can I, can I open, down at the bottom, there is. Can I open comlinks to Alindra before she climbs back down? Yeah, what's up? <clears throat> Alindra, can, can you pull up the map on your data pad to see if you can no, see where we're headed or, or anything that we might have coming up? Any any useful information for, for the rest of the day's trek or the next couple of days' travels? Yeah, looking off into the north, I, I guess we're going north, right? Can I see anything in that direction? Why don't you give me a perception check? No, just looks like just looks like trees. Trees, uh, the the direction that you're heading. All right, well, I guess come back down. <laughs> yeah, I'll slide back down. I would like to... I'm sorry if you wanted something to be there that it wasn't. <laughs> it's, you got a lot of jungle left, guys. <laughs> I would like to inspect the inscription on the base of this thing and Same. see if there's anything recognizable, yeah. especially well, comparing it to my tattoo. Anybody that's got culture, go ahead and give me a culture check. I could take 20. And, uh, if and that you one. want to take your time, you can as well. Because I can get a twenty-seven if I take twenty. So do it. Do yeah. it. Well, you can get more than that, right? Can you roll your? Oh, okay, I can also roll expertise. So yes. yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'll take twenty, and then I will also add three to that. So that's a thirty for culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, there's your thirty. Hey. Ooh Right. So anyone reading it, you might be able to kind of recognize some of the the runes in it. It looks like 
that the, these ancient runes carved into the base of the structure, they're written in some kind of elven script, something that you all might have seen before some place or other. But the, <laughs> I think the only one that's able to decipher it is Knack. Uh, uh, Knack there's, I can cast Comprehend Languages. Does that allow you to read languages? Uh, I, I assume so. Oh, oh! Do you do you assume, Miles? Uh, yes. Uh, you understand all spoken, sign, and written t- or tactile languages. All right, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but is that a is that a, a spell that takes up one of your spells for the day? It is, but I just gain an extra one, so I have six total for use for the day. Well, I'm just saying, save it if I can figure out what it says. Yeah, I was about to say totally. <laughs> But, I mean, you, you can also figure out that a lot of it is in this elven script. But, Knack, yeah, I don't know where you're getting that ability from. But you're able to decipher a lot of these carved runes. The The main one that is undamaged reads, uh, Los Kialua, Monastery of Starsong, Embassy of the Spheres, and Temple of the Twelve. <laughs> It's like the book we're in. <laughs> <laughs> That's fascinating. Uh, Alindra, you're, you know star stuff. Does that mean anything to you? Uh, <laughs> maybe it's a Solarian thing. I have no idea. I haven't heard about it. Nah, it doesn't sound, doesn't uh, sound familiar. Sounds like a bunch of girly elvish nonsense. <laughs> you, Nag, also see destroyed fragments that read in various places around the base. You know, like little snippets you see. The ability to gift respect, as well as those who reside in the beyond. References to an academy and, quote, those who interpret the beacon, end quote. And Alindra, you do find markings at the base that do look like maybe one part of the constellations in your tattoo. And next to it, a relief of an image of a reclining person kind of pointing towards it. You know, lying right beneath it. This is going to sound weird. Lie down and point at the sky. Do you do that? Sure. Well, I mean, it's not nighttime. (laughs) I can't see the stars. (laughs) As you lay down and point to the stars, the hidden door opens in the (laughs) (laughs) oven. And and the star temple is... No. Uh, This is literally a big hunk of rock in the jungle, guys. Do you want to move on from here? Yeah, that's yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> No, I like I like staring at the rock of nonsense. We should keep doing it. <laughs> awesome. I mean, Patrick, you've been talking up this rock all week. I was expecting, yeah. I don't know, I, I really was expecting like the entrance to a temple here. Every day, it's like this rock, this obelisk, you guys. Oh, man. Just man, wait till you, you guys out. haven't even looked at this obelisk yet. <laughs> Make sure you look at the obelisk, guys. It'll be what's good for you. Okay, so we're going to continue on the Day four of your adventuring through the forests. Who wants to use their their suit to get rid of the nasty effects of the heat this day? Day four. Uh, I will. Address. Okay. Yeah. And it's uh and it's just used their their AC the previous day, so mm-hmm. they're feeling nice and refreshed. Right. And why don't Edros? I'm sure it's maximized to the max now. Why don't you give me a survival check to see if you can. Find your way through the forest. I'm guessing you still have the, the best survival out of everyone. I hope so. Ten? Ten. Ooh, boy. Uh, can I assist in this? 
unfortunately, even if you guys assess them, it's not going to be enough, and you, you're going to lose some time today, even after taking a peek up at the top of the obelisk. So yeah, you you only realize it about halfway through the day that you've you know gone in the wrong direction, and you have to kind of like backtrack to where you were. So you lose a, a good deal of time with that flub, <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rolling. Uh, I'm rolling real rocks today, guys. Just just the first one, first time that's happened. So that's it. But yeah, things have the heat's picked up a bit, and now when you guys are taking this heat damage, I, I will warn you that if you don't cure it, cure the the heat damage, you gain the fatigued condition. So it's another thing to keep track of, unless you get rid of that non-lethal damage. Uh, right. So as you guys are 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 breaking camp and, and walking on, you hear these. Kokorikis follow you. They're they're Pokemon like screeches. Them just saying their name, uh, you know, on the sides of you. Some of them kind of race ahead of where you're walking, and a whole bunch of them in the troop behind you. About halfway through the day, you've taken a good deal of stamina damage. You need a rest. You, you relax, and while you're you're hydrating, maybe eating a nice ripe Raylarian fig, and, and waking the sweat out of your suit. Why doesn't uh, give me a perception check? I just got a twenty. I think Alindra's got the best one here. We'll give it to Alindra. Alindra, in the distance, you see a very large creature. It looks kind of hunched over like a you know, like a large cat. Uh, a large creature, maybe a panther. And it's got this large fl- floral frill on its back and a face that looks kind of like it's got tentacles made of the stamen and stigma of a flower. It's green, orange, red, and a dozen other colors, and it stands still. Staring in your direction. Alindra, you see this creature. It is about 30 feet a- away from you. It's pretty close, but it's just kind of sitting, staring at you. What do you want to do? Uh, tell my teammates. Yeah. I point into the distance in 30 feet away and whisper, no, I telepathically tell my teammates there's something watching. And Edros, as <laughs> Tyler has intimated, knows perhaps a- at least... A little bit about the danger of this creature just from the description because you have indeed dangled a pharmaceutical representative by his feet above it on in, in like an Acatonian zoo. Oh. But anyone else that's got life science can can give me a roll to see if you know what it is. Alright. And Andis Andis gets a twenty on a life science. And Raimi, it looks like both of you guys will also know what this is. This creature is a caseric. It's a very dangerous plants monster Native to Castrovel. Is it a uh, plant? It is a plant creature. It has some psychic abilities as well. But it's also kind of like a cat. It it looks to have the posture of a large cat, like a lion or a panther, Aww. in the way that it was sitting. Yeah, it's kind of it's a uh, its front legs in front of it. It's a little plant kitty. Yeah, and you know, like a flower mane. Nope. It sounds like right. Oh, a, a, f- no. a floral frilled kind of back. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Wait, so do they move? Oh. oh, yeah, no, it's 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 mobile. It can uh Okay. okay. It's just uh, as Alindra pointed out, you can all see it. It's just sitting there looking at you. Hmm. I it, mean, uh, I can I can I sense motive on this creature? You can cuz it starts to make some very truly <laughs> odd undulating sounds halfway between hyacinth macaw and uh, maybe a vacuum cleaner sucking up cottage cheese. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 22 sense motive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've got no idea what this thing is doing. 
just got just kind of action going. What do you guys want to do? Uh, I mean, all I know is these things are very bad, very, very difficult creatures to kill. Okay, is there any way we can walk around it, like with a wide enough berth that? It yeah, it's it's uh, it is in your path, the direction you'd be going. But yeah, you can take a, a little detour. So, Edris, is does does my character know that you're familiar with this, or okay? Miles might, you know, anybody who's looked me up on the infosphere might. What, what does it matter? You guys all know. Yeah, it is. It's a monster. It is a a dangerous wild. Let's creature. just try to sneak past it. Yeah, Andis is going all to right. back away slowly. Okay. Uh, is yeah. that what you all, all want to do? Yeah, let's try I to get say we attempt it. to go around, yeah. I'm, I mean, I really don't want to move, because I'm going to make a lot of noise the moment I move. <laughs> but I'll try. Just follow um, Bye, Edris. <laughs> it's been nice knowing you. You stay there forever. <laughs> As you guys do start to move, even if you're moving away, it stands up on its haunches, and it, it looks like it's kind of tasting the air with its tentacle-like mouth. They're all kind of going in different directions. Surely it just wants to be friends. Uh, right, I, I don't think so. And don't right. call really. All right, I track it. Can I preemptively use get him? <laughs> are, are you trying to deal with paying attention to yourself? Because <laughs> I have to... Get him, uh, guys, go! Go for it, guys. Oh, am, I, am, I, am I 60 feet away from it? Yeah, to within 30. Okay. I, okay, so in trying to decide what to do, Alendra is going to look at Edris because... He is, after all, the biggest of the people in our party. Tyler, what you got? What do you think we should do? Should we approach I, it or should we I mean, try to avoid it? I, I think like th- this thing's a hunter. And I think no matter what, it's going to either hunt us down or we have to fight it. So I think the best thing is to try and bring it into a optimum situation for us. I think probably the greatest thing we could do is have, you know, like is if you guys could get off to like the side and then have it come and attack me so that Alindra could come around and flank it and you got and our ranged fighters or ranged attackers could shoot from the side that would be optimum what about something um, like a sticky grenade to keep it rooted for for a little bit yeah we could certainly we could certainly try that like i could put a sticky grenade right where i am now with a detonator and then we could all back up, and then you guys could make your way around to the side, and then I will like pop up and make a ton of noise, and see if I can't get it to come at me. Or I mean, if you don't think that a grenade is necessary, if you think we can, if we think we can take it, I mean, we've got them. Why not use them? When you guys are, are done chatting up, and you take a look back, it's it's moved away. It's gone. Oh, okay. that's not okay. good. <laughs> I'm terrified. <laughs> I mean, it's better than the alternative, right? So let's just let's just move on through. Yeah. yeah. Annis and Rainy start walking devil may care. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> Neck has rolled a 29 stealth check. Uh, a few hours later, Miles, this is completely a different subject. Don't read anything into this. But what is your kinetic armor class, your KAC? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, my KAC? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Uh, 17. Okay, go ahead and wait. Your KAC? Yeah. So what's your armor? Oh, no, you got just, like, a crazy dexterity. I always forget that. Yeah. Ooh, boy. All right. 20. Excellent. Right. So you feel a shooting pain go through back of your neck, and you take seven points of damage. Go ahead and make me a fortitude save. Okie dokie. 15. Your, wait, your fortitude is zero? Your bonus? Yeah. I mean, I, it's plus one. 
So 16. <laughs> These things matter. These matter so much. <laughs> Sorry, it's plus one. Sixteen on your fortitude save. Yes, that's that's a good, that's a good, uh, Remy, a good Remy. So you, uh, you know, immediately I imagine snap this thing in the back of your neck it is a massive thorn dart that has pierced your armor and yeah, stabbed you in the neck, done done some damage there. And it, it it smells fetid. It smells of moldy spores. And you said you said seven points of damage. Seven, yep. Okay, um, but you can just pull it out, and uh, this is definitely a caseric thorn dart. It's pierced you. I, I assume everyone else sees this as well. Yeah, and and you see this thing behind you. It's ninety feet away. <laughs> you know what? You know what I'm gonna do? Cast invisibility. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Good times. Awesome. Does anybody else have anything they'd like to do? Raimi, Miles' character, get shot down, stabbed in the neck. <clears throat> are, are, we, are we in initiative order, or... Well, if you tell me someone wants to do something, yeah. I mean, we do, I mean, I mean, I, I guess it's acting first in the initiative order, right? Like, is that what's happening here, or are we just... Hold on, <laughs> it's like 90 what... feet away, though, right? Yeah, why, why doesn't Raimi, why don't you go ahead and, and give me the action first, since... You did see this thing. I mean, I cast invisibility. I forgot all about that. <laughs> does anybody, <laughs> does anybody want to take a, take a shot at this thing? Uh, I will run at it. Next time uh, try to hide yeah, until we yeah, figure I'll, out what's going on. Yeah, I'll track it. I'll track it. And uh, if I have a full action to do, then I'll take a shot at it. Go I'm right calling Ezra's. We're both running. And you said it's 90, 90 feet away? Correct. Okay. Through, through a lot of dense jungle. That's a 22 to hit, and... Five damage. And so your laser does tag this thing, even through the, the dense undergrowth. Uh, you can hear it, you know, kind of warble a little bit. And it is, it seems to be running full speed in the, the opposite direction. Yeah, it, uh, by the time Alindra and Edros, you get to where it was, you know, 90 feet away from, from where you were walking, it's, it's gone. It seems to move a lot faster than you. Okay, Great. so we should have killed it when it was 30 feet away, guys. Oops. Well, I'm sure this isn't going to bite us in the whatever we decided to say for butt. Fanny. <laughs> Literally? <laughs> Drew? <laughs> Don't give me any ideas, sir. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fine. You guys are fine. Everyone's alive, right? Miles, you took, what, like a piddly amount of damage? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um. Andis, why don't you stay in? The two most heavily armored people should one in the back, one in the front. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll bring up the rear. Awesome. A few hours later, once again, don't read anything into this, but Tyler, can you have a dross give me a perception check? <sighs> yeah. <sighs> in stock predator style. Uh, 17. Mm. Right, so 60 feet away, you see this thing again in the undergrowth, and it sends another one of these darts, this time at you. It does not pierce your armor. It uh, just gets kind of stuck in your ribcage, and it immediately starts running away. I mean, no, it's too far away. I, I was going to say I could try throwing a sticky bomb at it, but it's, I mean, oh boy. I mean, it's, within, would be, uh, it's within range for me to... Amazing. It, it's in range for me to say get him, but I don't know if, if it's... it's, it's be. Well, no, it's run away at this point, right? Yeah, it's run it, away. It, 
It has, yeah. yeah so- Guys, I have an idea. It sounds like it's flirting with us. Like it wants us to follow it. Maybe it's leading us somewhere. Yeah, back to its back to its its yeah. its plate. No, yeah, back like in, back no, to the no. dinner plate. Yeah, back in the Vescarium, I used to flirt with girls by shooting darts into their neck all the time. It was a very actually, successful actually, technique. I actually have uh, an, my my salad days of shooting darts in the neck. I actually have an idea. So I don't believe it. It stuck around for Raimi when it pierced his armor. But we shot back at it, and it ran off. It didn't pierce Edris's armor, and immediately ran off. No matter what, whoever takes the the hit the next time, fingers crossed, not lethal or anything like that, pretend that it downs you to see if we can draw it closer. That it's found prey with its needle, and we can get it closer to like circle it and attack it and prevent it from running away. All right. Well, Neck, then you should take the back because I, I think you're you're the best actor in our group. <laughs> awesome. So later on that day, once again, read zero into this, guys. But Neck, why don't you give me a perception check? <laughs> oh no, I'm reading into this. Fifteen. What's your What's your KAC just for Fleem and Giggles? Uh, my KAC for Fleem and Giggles is fifteen. Awesome. So another one of these needles pierces. Your butt, your fanny. <laughs> no, it hit him uh, in the butt. It hit you square in the keister for for only minimum damage. That is five points of damage. Go ahead and give me a fortitude save. Sixteen four. Yeah, Every, everybody's fine. You're fine. You pull it. You pull up a little dart. Throw it away. It has. Oh, oh. Did, did you want to get get to acting? Yes, I would like to cast a bluff check to fall on the ground and act like I am uh, all, <laughs> Oh, what a world! All spiked up. <laughs> oh, no! That's on a, top of the world! It's a 15. <laughs> right, it sees you fall, and it runs away. It runs right away <laughs> this time. Well, proc. The rest <laughs> of the day... Oh, it's coming right for us! It's coming right for us, Knack! Keep got, landing! Got my, <laughs> got my coat dirty. The rest of the day goes completely uneventful. And you guys are able to make camp that night with uh, with no problems. What a fun day four! Can I can I take a look at the uh, one of those thorn darts to see if I can identify what the if it's a venom or if it's a disease or yeah? Give me a, a medicine check. Yeah. I'm looking it over. Oh, I'll do the same thing. Yeah, don't don't yeah, worry about it, is. Tyler. Oh, too late. <laughs> sorry, sorry, too late. <laughs> Quite all right. Another thirty for Andis. <laughs> this roll twenty three uh, D dice definitely looked like a one for for me right there. But man, whew. right? Yeah, no, it was. Uh, I, I could see kind of teetering, and I was like, oh. <laughs> so combined with your guys's consecutive knowledge about the Caseric, uh, you know that this this thorn dart is really a delivery device for carrion spores, the disease, the Caseric disease that it infects people with. And that it uses to procreate. Oh, <laughs> no! man. Come Again. on. It's, Again. It's, uh... All right. All right. Paizo, get it together, guys. You're better than this. this hold on. Hold on. This. So is Rainy now impregnated? No, we all say it. it. Is, no, I, I passed my no, no, no. It is very similar oh, okay. to the Akatas. It is a fortitude save. It takes you down the physical disease track. Towards the end of the, the disease, you guys might have heard something about some caseric seedlings burrowing out of someone's body and killing Ew. people, whatever. Ew. 
Yeah, but you guys saved against it. So what I'm saying is, don't be a baby. Okay. I've always, I did miss being a daddy. It was very sad when I was no longer pregnant. (laughs) Do you you run off into the forest if? to, to yeah. find a wife <laughs> well you know i mean it's funny you kind of say that so I, one of the things that we could try and do is i mean this thing could still be hunting us in the night so <laughs> almost certainly thinking, at this point why doesn't why don't like edris just kind of post up in the middle of nowhere and i'll just try and be there and then you guys can kind of hide off you know to the side and see. no edris edris we're safer in numbers man we're in safe written numbers. Yeah. No, 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 no. Split the party. Edris is going to go stand in the middle of a clearing, and we're all going to get some sleep. <laughs> oh, no, I'm saying like 60 feet away, hiding, and then see if it comes and attacks me, and then we, we jump it. And then we go on our wary way. Dur- during <laughs> during your shift, Edros, you hear something in the basement and go to check on it by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just tell everyone you're gonna be right back. You're fine. I, I didn't realize this jungle had a basement, but I'm glad it does. It increases <laughs> no. the, that increases the value of the basement. You guys are fine. the The night of night four goes completely unmolested. You hear the uh, kalkarikis; they're still all around you. Everything's fine. You guys rest up. All oh, your stamina's back. Your RP's back. I don't think anyone took any hit point damage from the, these puny little darts. Nothing even to write home about. So day five starts. Tyler, go ahead and have Adros give us that survival check. See if we need to roll any boost to it or not. It's a DC 18. Uh, let's roll a decent number here, guy. Uh, 15. Right, so, so you do get a plus two bonus, but we will need either one of the two people to assist. In, I've, got, in I've, I've got a plus three, so let me attempt to assist first. Nice. Natural hey, 20. So 20 Keeps an assist. Keep wasting those twenties, Drew. I like it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's it's totally totally great because you don't lose any time this day, and nice. you're able to to follow kind of your map directly. Get a, you know ten and thirteen miles under your belt. So I mean, you might pick up up a mile or so. But who who wants to wear their suit on this day? Uh, Edris, Dross. Anybody else? Okay. So I need new armor. Once again, go ahead and. Oh, hey, Andis, this time. Andis, give me a perception check. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that worked really well that time. (laughs) Uh, uh, 18. Right, so, yeah, you you see this thing. It misses in its its dart attack. It immediately starts running away as well. That's that's fine. I'm going to track and shoot. Okay, hold on, because I got range for this thing. (laughs) So, it's outside of range by the time you shoot it, but... Go ahead and shoot. Oh, oh, so so it's shooting from like ninety feet. Is that right? No, it, it shot within range, but it, as soon as it runs, it, it is long arms are one hundred and fifty. I'm one twenty. Okay, yeah, it's outside of the range. Okay, well then but I'm going to conserve the shot. You can still shoot it. Well, yeah, well. you just get a you just get a minus four, right? Correct. Yeah, whatever. All right, go for it. Yeah, like a twenty six. That is a hit. Minimum damage again. Minimum damage again. <laughs> yeah, you you score this thing in the backside and it it uh, runs a little bit faster away it's I, about I, I, I. yeah so <laughs> out of combat believe it or not it's about midday on day five and you guys have been beating feet all morning just very wary i got to imagine of someone getting who hasn't been stabbed by a dart yet i think me Alindra. oh it's coming I, i've been rolling these uh pretty randomly but yeah trying trying to escape this creature 
The sun is, is hitting about as hot as it gets on Castravel, pushing you guys forward. At this point, I think Alindra and Knack, you've used uh, an RP to, to rest up. Almost everyone has a little bit of, of stamina damage, and you hear in the distance a a voice in in Castrovelin calling out in, in the trees ahead. It, you know, it, it's very distant, but you hear language. What sounds to to your as uh, as someone speaking Castrovelin? Well, Alindra obviously speaks Castrovelin. So. Yeah, as does Nack, I believe. Uh, yeah, so it, it sounds like uh, someone shouting, and as I said. Most of you guys have some stamina damage on you right now from the heat, and, and that grants you the fatigue condition. I think who everyone does, except... Who, who does have stamina damage right now? Everyone except you, Knack. Oh, nice. <laughs> and, and, and Edras. And Edras, because he's up in that suit, air-conditioned style. So, Raimi, Andis, and Alindra, you do have some damage, and, and you hear someone shouting. What do you guys want to do? Uh, what was that noise? Can yeah, make- can we walk toward it to try to make out what they're saying? Yeah, is it is it like a distressed like help or something like that or Yeah, you'd have to get closer, but you you can do that if you want. And uh when you do, uh whoever speaks Castrovellan, you can hear someone shouting. It sounds like, you know, pretty pained shouting and you hear very distantly someone say, "Grant me nothing end it all." Were those yeah. words? Grant me nothing, end it all. Is that what we heard? Oh, oh, I see. Correct. That's what I heard. Yeah. Uh, should we double time it? Do we see anything else? That, do we still? Can we see this person that is calling this out, or are we are still only hearing them? Right. So you are not close enough yet to see wherever whoever's making this commotion, but you can hear just echoing through the the trees the, the words. So upon hearing Castrovellan, Alindra feels compelled to run toward this voice um, okay. to, to help. I agree. Weapons out. Double time. Let's go. All right. So as you... Knack is going to stealth towards it. Okay. That doesn't, <laughs> doesn't really matter if these two are running forward, but as you guys run through uh, you know, the trees in, in a very small clearing, let's see, you, you advance through the, the shades of fungal spore undergrowth, pushing aside large leathery leaves. And you see lying on the ground a Lashuntan doubled over in pain. And she says, Please, Lord, I beg you, kill me. End my life. You see her ankle is twisted and something sticks out of it. A shotgun lies about ten feet up a small embankment from her grasp. And and she is squirming up, trying to to climb up the, the dirt to reach it. Loose soil falling beneath her writhing body. The whole party with us? Andis yeah, yeah, yeah. Andis is here. Andis, Andis says, "Edris, Edris, grab her quick!" And so, and Andis is going to reach down and like grab an arm and try to try to lift her up. Hang on, does she bear the marking of the uh, the circle that we saw on the people we fought in the alleyway? Well, as you pick her up, she says, "Who, who are you?" And she's like twisting her head around, you know, trying to break free of you. She seems to have like zero energy right now like no no muscle and yeah you do see knack the same tattoo at the base of the neck it looks like a accretion disc okay she's she asked you a question well, I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry what was the question who are you what, what are you doing we're we're, we're starfinders uh, out in the we were tracking a group out in the jungle yeah we were uh i believe we're saving your life Leave me, leave me to be. Uh, 
Leave me be or I'll kill you. I'll kill you. What what happened to your ankle? Maybe I have some training with medicine. Maybe I can help. Yeah, so as you're kind of feeling, picking her up, Andis, she's drenched in sweat. She's just covered in, in filth and it looks like her own sick. And it just seems to be the, the writhing that you're feeling under your arms seems to be, you know, her muscles in like dire agony. And you, you want to do, you know, try and hold her down and, and do a medicine check. And just, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to force, I'm not going to force her to accept medical care, but. And just buddy, um, I think you need to do a mysticism check here. I think she's one of the, the toothy people we fought in the, in the alleyway. Hmm. Uh, Is that I'm, something I'm, that you have, Andis? Uh, I, I did put a rank into it so I could, just so I could make checks. And so I'll just see if I can recall anything. So I've got that and. I'm actually going to use for the first time my memory module. Ooh, what's that? Let's uh, re-roll a failed knowledge check. Well, as interesting as that is, uh, there's nothing mystical about her, but you do notice just peeking her up and down that she has one of those thorny darts just, you know, straight through her ankle. Oh, oh, that's what that's what's in her ankle. Okay, yeah, and step. Step aside. I'm going to end this creature's life. <laughs> she she looks up at you with your weapon. It's like, yes, do it. Do it. <coughs> May you find a better place to rest. Well, well hang, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm just saying. Okay, so we know she's she's if she doesn't have if she doesn't have anything mystical going on. That means she's not going to turn into a toothy monster. Meaning, if we can save her from the the spores, but still keep her relatively incapacitated we might be able to get some information out of her about the the professor we're looking for and and you know what's going on in this jungle right now we got to look at all the opportunities all the advantages that we can take killing her right now i don't think is the best option if we can use her instead uh she she opens up her eyes she was like clenching down it's like wait no you're you're not going to kill me i I really i really want I'll, i'll kill you if you don't kill me please yeah, no, I'm, I don't I'm, think you're yeah, much of a killer. Kill us. Wait, 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 Edr- wait. Edrus rolls to kill her. <laughs> All right, Andis jumps in front of her. <laughs> oh, I did not roll well. Oh, somehow <laughs> you missed. Oh, gee, I didn't roll. Nope, sorry, wrong attack, wrong attack. <laughs> sorry, that was close. Let me try again. Roll to kill her. Nineteen. <laughs> yeah, no, you failed your attack. What do you want to do, Andis? <laughs> I'm. I'm I, I say, I say, Andrus, wait, wait. And somebody pick and I up turn, her I shotgun. I turn to the woman, and I turn to the woman, and I say, "Why do you want to die? Is it? Are you just in that much pain? Are you? We can, we can help you. Why don't you go ahead and, and, and do indeed give me a medicine check? Okay, uh, twenty-one. Yeah. So after <laughs> what you've gathered about the the thorny dart, you see beneath her her shirt underneath her armor something wiggling around underneath the skin it looks like she is pretty far oh. along on this disease oh the, the carrion spores track oh okay so so i'd take it back i we can't help here all right all right i got i got <laughs> sorry, one, I got, sorry entrance <laughs> i got one other i got one other well, thing to try no no stop stop let me let me just clarify She's not dead yet. I mean, you can you can heal her, heal her wounds, and or treat her disease. Like if you guys had failed this disease, you wouldn't just off the person. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. 
Would yeah, we? Right, right. But it, <laughs> if there's something crawling underneath her flesh right now, it's it's not just that she's far along. It's well, we that can amputate her torso. Well, no, I was going to ask, is there any way to get rid of the creature inside of her without offing the host? The lesser restoration spell ampule. Yeah, you could do that. I mean, they could probably do it in hospital under, you know, perfect conditions. It's not just one thing wriggling around. There's, you know, 10 to 20 little things underneath her skin. Right. Unfortunately, unfortunately, long-term care is really tricky without a without a lab. Um, you can try it. You guys also have med patches help out a good deal. And uh, like I said, it, it does look like she is in a great deal of pain. She sees yeah, you're sporting a whole bunch of healing serums. She eyes them, just kind of licking her lips and says, well, if, if you're not going to kill me, then t- can you do something to ease this pain? Can I try something? Yeah, what? I want to see if we can ask for information with the presumption that if she gives us the information we will give her some healing so diplomacy check i'm assuming yeah go for it if anybody wants to aid in in making making good friends you can so that's a 29 oh jeez, louise right so you tell uh, us what we want to know and you get some of this good good healing juice all right yeah she says that, that's that is fine i i don't i don't need to die right now if if you all are willing to help all right, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to work. I'm gonna get to work trying to trying to patch her up. Okay. What do you want to do first? I guess first things first. I'll try to give her a treat deadly wounds check with medicine. Okay. See if I can hit that. That's a twenty five. That's what I need. Exactly what you need. Boom, awesome. babe. So she'll get back four hit points. Uh, I guess to treat disease is another thing I can try to do. To try to give her, a, try to give her a, a saving boost on her saving throw. Yeah, why don't you go for that too? All right, uh, seventeen. If it, I think that beats the D- the DC. It, yes. Okay. Cool. Yes, it does. Okay. Uh, right. So you're, you know, seeing to the wounds, <laughs> whack a moling the the things under her skin where you can, and they they kind of stop squirming around. Mm-hmm. Um, do do you want to use a, a healing serum on her as well? Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll give her one of my Mark ones. Before we do that, is there anything that we can restrain her with? Does anybody have any cables or anything to like tie her up just to make sure she doesn't pull the shot? Well, we pro- should probably take her shotgun before we do yeah. this. Yeah, she she's towards the end of the the disease track, so she's not moving a whole lot. She's kind of, uh, I believe, this stage is bedridden, so <laughs> she's she's barely moving. Just in case, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I get you. You've surprised us with stuff like this before. <laughs> she pulls out a thermonuclear grenade. Ah! Oh, not again. Uh, next, gonna pull um, up her. Next, gonna pick up her shotgun. Yeah. So, uh, once you roll me that, Andis, your your healing serum. Uh, sure. Yeah. So that's a one d eight. Is that right? Uh, seven. Wow. Nice. Really full. Awesome. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm a good. I'm a good. Good doctor. Yeah, so you, you're injecting her and in, in, uh, giving her a little band-aid over it, and she says, "Thank, thank you. I'm, I'm feeling better, but my my name is Rawaki. What brings you to this to this jungle, Rawaki? I I follow the path of the Great One of Annihilation itself. I follow the Devourer. Is that what the tattoo is from? Yeah, her hand kind of goes to the the nape of her neck and says, "Yes." Yes, this is this is the mark. Th- those 
children of the devourer who follow. Uh, can I can I, I, I trick play here? Nack's got a hollow skin. Can I use my hollow skin to look exactly like Nack, but to add the mark of the devourer to my person to be convincing to her? Yeah, you've already talked to her, though. I mean, it's uh, she's already seen you. <laughs> oh, I could put it in a like a less obvious spot that she hasn't seen or something. Like like maybe under his like shirt sleeve or something. Yeah. I, I yeah, yeah. I, I will warn you that they've all been in kind of the same spot on, on all the the people that you've seen this tattoo on, including Jabert. It's pretty important to point out. You saw the same mark on Darius Gilcrest. Oh, oh I've forgotten snap. about that. You had no uh-huh. idea what it meant, what it was. It was, you know, very faded, uh-huh. aged. Uh-huh. Hmm. But yeah, you saw it in the the people that fought you in the alleyway behind the five arches. And what wasn't anybody that's got a culture check after she says that? Go ahead and roll for me. See if you if you know anything about the. Do we have time to take twenty on this one? No. Okay. All right. I'm gonna use my memory module on this one because I want it. Okay. Well, never mind. Both of you guys, you guys have heard, you know, things whispered about this group. It's said that the the cult of the Devourer is a, a doomsday cult, but the the stories, the rumors that you heard are much worse. They're they're nihilists. They don't have a central organization really that guides them, but they all have kind of the same purpose, and that's just to ra- raise the universe to the ground in devotion of this ancient god of destruction. Their symbol, the one that you see tattooed on her is is that of uh, an accretion disk that is the energy and matter that swirls around a black hole and as, as you guys are, are looking this over and i need everyone to make a perception check and the initiative roll ah roll 21 perception eagle eye cherry well miles i hope you save tonight and i'll fight the break of dawn come tomorrow tomorrow i'll be gone save tonight Alrighty, we are in initiative turn order we've done our perception checks it looks like edros knack and andis you're going to be able to act in this surprise round as you see far off through the undergrowth oh you know what it is it's this caseric it's back to check on its prey that's that's all of you and you guys can act in the surprise round it acts first though and it's going to send another one of these fun darts Ooh, and this one's going towards Adros. does not pierce your armor though it, it has found you and is actually going to just step a little bit forward and it kind of flares its tentacles in your direction let's see Adros, you can make a a mover standard action. I'm going to make a move action. I'm going to run through the jungle. And I'm getting right up in this thing's tentacles. Right next to it. Ooh. Ooh, dangerous. Um, uh, oh, but not right there. Not right there. I'm going to move. Oh, you should have let me touch you first. <laughs> I can make him invisible. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's as you run into it, Edros, it is going to make a swipe at you with a tentacle mouth. Okay. What did I roll? Seven. That is not going to be enough to hit. Uh, even though, yeah, you didn't. If you had charged, that might have been a hit. But it, it's tentacles trying to like cover up your your face mask, and you're just able to like kind of duck out of the way. Uh, next in the the turn order, knack. You get a move or a standard action. Edris, that thing's not leaving this time. Get it. So I have cast get him plus one to everything. All that all things or just attack rolls. You know, whatever. Let's see. Next, also saw this thing in the distance, Andis. All right. I'm whipping out my zero class cryo rifle. 
and I'm gonna uh, take a shot. Boom! Cryo! And roll that footage. Alright, that's a 17, 19 to hit. Against its EAC? Mm hmm. That is a hit. Yeah, right, baby. That'll be 10 points of cold damage. That is so much. That's so much. Why is it so much? And also in the surprise round, Raimi, uh, you saw this thing as well. All right, so I'm going to take a shot with my laser rifle as well. That's 18. Also a hit. And (laughs) (laughs) plus uh, four, that's five. One on the dice, four. Okay, yep. And that is the surprise round at the top of turn one. This thing goes, and he's got a, a juicy vesk. Steak fillet right in front of it. Oh boy! Yeah, he's he's just gonna try and give you a nice little bite, take a, a little chomp out of you with its tentacle mouth. Here comes Patrick's twenty. <laughs> no, oh, no, I think less than less than last time even. <laughs> uh, or no, that was the same. I rolled a seven, and it just yeah, it does seem to to get around you. It's going to take a step back away from you and just kind of raise up on its haunches. I will close the distance. No, so it uh, it moves back, and you. Uh, what's this ability you've got, Tyler? Uh, this is the. Uh, I took the feet step up. So. Uh, oh yeah, pretty important. Like, yeah. So basically, um, challenge into uh, a dance contest. A, oh my goodness. Uh, I can take a guarded step as a reaction to any adjacent foe moving, as long as it's in the direction of the foe that moved. So this guy took a movement. I can take a guarded step, but that does use up my reaction. Gotcha. And in the top of the first turn, Tyler, you, you're at the top of the initiative board. All right. Um, I don't know how hard it is going to be to hit this thing, so I'm not going to take a full attack. I'm just going to use my carbon steel curve blade and go for the single attack. So here we go. And that's going to be a 16. Well, 17 with get, get him, him, right? But uh, against KAC, that is a miss. Um, so you, you miss. But you can see these two blast wounds, the, the cold and the, the flame damage your, your teammates have put on it. You see them start to heal up a little bit. Uh, yep. So the, what is the plant petals just kind of like closing on top of it. So what has it got? Fast healing or regeneration? There's something. Something is, is healing it up. Alrighty, next in the turn order is Nack. Drew, what have you got? Ah, Pronk, get it! Uh, and I'm also going to pull out, as a swift action, my arc pistol from a cheek pouch to see if arc damage does anything different than flame or ice damage. Gotcha, gotcha. And... What you got, Drew? All right, so that's an 18. Well, 12 on the die, but 12 18 on the die, but 18 with uh, bonuses. Your bonuses, and not even including some other ones, against EAC. That is a hit. So seven points of damage? Is that cor- that can't be correct, can it? Wow. Because <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. it's a D6 plus, oh, uh, nice. so plus uh, the bonuses from yeah, half a level. Nice, nice, nice. All right. So Andis, one, four, seven, your turn. All right. I'm getting that tracking up and keeping at it with the cold. Let's see how this goes. All right. That's a 24 to hit. <laughs> oh boy, that's a hit. <laughs> All right, that's another seven. Just stacking them on with neck. Yeah, it's not looking too good. It's gotten <laughs> electricity, flame, fire damage, cold damage. You guys are, are blasting its hide as it's trying and failing to eat at drops. Raimi, you're next. All right, so Raimi looks to Alindra and says, uh, I imagine you're going to charge the thing, right? 
Uh, not right now. I'm too far away. <laughs> Miles wants to make someone invisible so yes. bad, you guys. <laughs> he's like, he's, he's just salivating. But no one's picking up on any of the clues. You're going to have to wait around, dude. If you're invisible, you can move around. Like, it's not going to attack you. It can't. Yeah, but I can only move 60 feet. So yeah, it's no, farther you... than 60 feet. It's okay. It lasts for minutes. If you want to be invisible, you're invisible. Yeah. It lasts for four minutes, so you would okay. still be invisible for your next turn. Sure, if you want to make me invisible, great. Not if you're not going to appreciate it. So he goes up to Alindra and makes her invisible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alindra, you, you feel some kind of magic energy just wash over you like a cold bath and uh, everyone else Alindra disappears which is great timing because it's her turn what you got Rebecca I am going to take a double move this turn and move over to the east below the monster Hmm. if you do want to get in combat this turn just a reminder you can move and then do a stellar rush as a standard action. Well, can I double move and still do a stellar rush? Because that's what I'm getting in position to do. You can't, but you can move 30 feet as your move action and then do a stellar rush. It's a standard action. There is a a tree uh, kind of in between, but if you move and then make a straight line. Okay, so that's only 30 feet. All right, so I want to stellar rush I'm going toward photon attunement, so I can bull rush, although I'm not going to. Now, when you attack, you won't be an invisible. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but an um, important part here is it's not going to get to attack of opportunity because invis. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I'm going to rush in. I'm photon attuned. I am stellar rush up to this plant monster, and I'm going to take the bull rush since I'm photon attuned. So you make an attack roll and you're trying to. Hit its KAC plus eight to knock it back. All right, so you've rolled a 12. That is a miss, but you can still do the 2d6 damage. It's part of the Stellar Rush, is that correct? Yeah. I'm going to make a reflex save for the Kasseric. It does not make its reflex save, so it's taking how much that's, damage? That's actually uh, seven damage. Okay. Uh, right, because plus one for photon achievement. Yep, and that will get rid of your invisibility. You know, your solar power just kind of breaks, shatters the illusion that (laughs) Miles uh, cast upon you. And that is your turn. It's not looking great. It is its turn. Ooh, yeah, now it's got two targets. Two targets to attack. Uh, It's it's going for the bigger of the two. Going for it, Dross. And it's going to try and make a couple attacks as ill-advised as this is with your armor class. It wants to take you down. (laughs) Pull that 20. That's not going to do it. Oh, no. Both of them are misses. Oh, no. <laughs> I've rolled a lot of misses for the Kasseric over the last two days. Poor Kasseric. Uh, it's your turn. All right. Well, uh, now that I'm getting a flanking bonus from Alindra, yep. I think I will go ahead and try and make the two attacks. So these will get a minus uh, two altogether. First attack with the curved blade. Uh, 21. That's a hit. Yeah, baby. 16, 16 points of damage. And second attack. Ooh, natural one. Ooh, that's a miss. That's going to be a miss. Oof, it's going to be a miss. Any Anytime you see that one come up, probably going to. Next is Rack. Get him. And I'm going to try to shoot it with my arc pistol again. Booty, booty hoo. 
17 on the die, or no, on your roll, and you are getting a couple bonuses. That is a hit against its EAC. Yeah, baby. What you got for damage? Six damage. Oh, you know what they say? Knack. Sizrak, the closer. Uh, you knock this thing to the ground. <laughs> yes! Oh, nice. Nicely done. Had four hit points left after it's fast healing. Uh, boosted up a little bit, and you guys can, yeah, just obliterate the the Kasarik. You know, they're they're pretty dangerous. It, it does not regenerate after it it goes down. Oh, okay. And we're out of combat. Clippings we can get for oh. the botanist. Well done. Yeah, these things, they're, they're pretty well known. They're definitely an oddity on on Castravel, having come up just within the last few thousand years, people think. Hmm. Um, they're, eaten- they're dangerous, you know. Has it eaten any cred six? <laughs> you, are you going for a diving expedition? <laughs> are you going into its gullet? <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it does not. It does not. I'm good. Um, good. Rowaki kind of points in this direction. It's like that... That is the thing that got me. I know. Just try to rest. Correction. That was the thing that got you. Ah. <laughs> you all Syntax are very matters. good shots. <laughs> very, very, very good. <laughs> uh, right. Well, I did. I do want to heal this person, but I also don't want to drag them through the jungle. So yeah. they, they can stand if, if you know, you... If anyone does want to give them a, a shoulder to, to stand on, you can assist them in, in walking. But sure. um, did you have any other questions, uh, immediate questions for Rowaki? Can we show them the picture of Professor Solstarny to see if they recognize who they are and if they can tell us where they might be? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you bring it up and she says, this, yes, the, the doctor that... They, they they took with them. They're, they're taking them to some kind of temple to the north. I was coming along. This is one of my first outings, and that, that thing got me, and they, they left me here to die. I've, I've got a question. Uh, what exactly was your your group doing with the Drift Rock? I'm, I'm sorry, what? What was your group doing on the Drift Rock? What drift rock? I, I know not of which you speak. This is their oh, first sorry. outing, so they probably don't. They probably aren't that uh, into everything. Also, Ravi wasn't there when I when I just like obliterated that old man. <laughs> uh, it, 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 hey, it was it was in one of our barroom talks. Uh, I guess <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would have shared that with you. I would have been like, yeah, let me describe his face. <laughs> also, this tattoo had a dumb tattoo. Can, can <laughs> I a use, picture of it. Can they use a diplomacy check to convince them to leave the organization, or the, at least the organization's ideals? Drew, you yourself can make a diplomacy check, but I need Mac to tell me or tell us all what you say to this cultist <laughs> to try and deprogram them. I want to. I want to know what Mac is saying. <laughs> as you guys are walking along, we'll, we'll, we'll get you moving again too. <laughs> oh, natural funny uh, your second uh 30 for the evening right true uh patrick patrick if if this if whatever if the next thing that comes out of his mouth sucks don't let him do it <laughs> oh there'll be some there'll be some negatives for it for sure <laughs> if you're just like come on really give it up so you threw in with an organization that was willing to leave you to die in the, in the forest, uh, in the jungle, left you alone to die. How 
how much do you think they really care about you? And how much do you think that, that they really have your best ideals in mind, huh? Why don't you leave all that behind, work with us, help us figure out what's going on here. We have saved you from not only the jungle, but this organization that has tried to take your life. Work with uh, us. Andis would like to back Nack up on this. Um, yeah, so I, I imagine she's hanging on your shoulder, Andis. Yeah. She's she's uh, come to very much require your healing touch. Yeah. I I kind of look at her on my shoulder and I say, this, this devourer cult does not seem like a place that's very conducive to life, obviously. But I hope that what we've shown you is that life is important. You know, and it's not something you should just throw away. And your life is important. You, that you do aid because your speech also inspiring and as Jabert. Oh. <laughs> you get a, a little plus two circumstance bonus. Yeah, she, uh, you see tears welling up in, in her eyes. And she says, I, I, I didn't know what I was doing. I, I, I met him. He was so charismatic and he picked me up when the bank when Abadar Corps took everything left me destitute my mate left me I lost my job I lost my family's home I just wanted to end everything but he told me that we could bring them all down and that my death would actually mean something but I, I don't want to die I who don't is he? The, the leader of the, the sect Tahoman hmm. well I've already forgotten your name but <laughs> Rawaki, Rawaki, but well, Rawaki, your death will certainly mean something, but your life will mean something too. If if you help me, I, I will do what you say. I'll I will carry your packs for you. Just please don't let me die here in in Ukulam. You know the what? Kokorikis, they'll, they'll they'll eat me alive. You know what? <laughs> I think you you're part of us now. Here's eleven stamina. Don't get killed. Hashtag inspiring boost. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Awesome. Yeah. So, you know, uh, Patrick, I'm trying to find uh, the sirenscape sound for the world's smallest violin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Ben at sirenscape. <laughs> Why isn't there a uh, world's tiniest uh, violin playing for you right now? Oh, please. Don't. Let's go. Sirenscape. Um, so I have a question for Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. Go for it. What brings you to the jungles? What are what are you doing here? She is part of this cult that was, you know, abducted Dr. Solstarney and was going to the temple. Okay, so she was a part of that cult or right. of that group. I'm sorry, was that not clear? No, she only has that tattoo. Not to me, but I probably cool. am... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that okay. like they were the same people that took Solstarney. I Missed that. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, she, oh, we, we definitely covered all that crap. <laughs> 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 I'm, 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 I'm just looking through my notes. I'm like, what time I miss? I think I've read like everything I wrote. I try to, uh, you know, guess what questions you guys will ask. Uh, right. So yeah, she she goes along. She does look to be in an insane amount of pain. And as you guys set up watches for the night, yeah, she just starts screaming, screaming aloud buckles over in pain and as you lift up her shirt and you can see just a swarm of these things underneath her skin wriggling around it, it looks <laughs> i mean it looks like a nest of something inside of her 
all of a sudden blood splattering everywhere all around as these things start eating their way out and wiggling free and kind of like dropping to the ground. She is screaming bloody murder. Uh, that, that's not too bad. She takes 13 points of damage Ooh. as about <clears throat> same number, 13 of these things wiggle out of her. And yeah, she falls unconscious from the pain immediately, uh, oh, but man. still alive because you guys healed her up. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, I'll get to work patching her up. So would a serum of uh, lesser restoration assist her? Wait, lesser restoration? No, no, not this one. So actually you are pretty sure, I mean, the disease has run its course because these things are gone from her now. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> well, actually, why doesn't everyone make a, another life science check for you now that now that you see these? Oh, boy. There's one. Yeah. <laughs> Natural 20 from Andis. You, maybe you didn't like quite realize what these were, but you know, after looking at these little seedlings and, and they're trying to wiggle away and like dig into the ground, that they're actually pretty valuable. In a moment of realization, Raimi and I look at each other and uh, and we're just like, oh, and we started grabbing at them. <laughs> yeah, for our listeners, Raimi and Andis have both natural 20 on this life science check. <laughs> did, did you guys both? Yeah, yes, 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 we did. Yes. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Mine's only a twenty-nine, not a thirty. <laughs> oh, how dare you! We're both just like uh, we're gonna, we're gonna put it into the bar. <laughs> <laughs> you, you look at these little wiggling worms, and you can tell that you've seen them before in in medical offices. They can be turned into this thing called adaptive serum, mm. which is based on their uh, the Caserics have this uh, uh, biological adaptation ability that allows them. It, it, it's almost like a magical serum that you know affects you at a genetic level and gives you the ability to withstand energy attacks. What? Ooh. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, we're both just scooping these things up. Yep. Go go ahead and both of you because you have a, a very short amount of time. Why don't you each give me a d6 roll to see how many uh, scramble and, and shove into your pockets? <laughs> five. Ooh, a five from Raimi. Six! Yes! Nice. <laughs> Only a couple of them uh, escape your wrath, <laughs> as you both can see in the dark, and you're you're gathering gathering them up. Yeah, so you'll you'll need a lab to convert these, or you could just you know sell them. I'm sure these Doctor Al Nui would want. <laughs> yeah. Ramey looks at Andis and just goes, "We're in the money. <laughs> right, We're right. in the money." Andis is already pulling out their top hat and like their cane. <laughs> Yeah, well, that I've been saving for just such an occasion. Just such an occasion. Guys, yeah, Starfinder, it's a uh, it's ten percent of the the purchase value, so don't get crazy. Da, 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 da. <laughs> awesome. All right, so we are on to day six of the journey. This next day, Tyler, give me a survival check, and that's going to be a twenty-two. Oh yeah, that is a pass. You you feel you know you've got Rowalki. She's also, like, pointing out which direction the, the a few days prior her group went. So giving you even a, a little bit more of a boost there, you are able to cut through the, the farce very quickly, very quickly. Does anybody want to use their suits on day six? Yes, Edris will. Mm. Raimi will. Raimi. Mm. Go ahead, and anybody that has life science, give me a roll. Oh, <laughs> another right. 20. I, I love where we're yes. Every single one of these 20s on skill checks. Uh, Miles, not only do you 
find a, a very particular fungal plumage that Dr. Elnweef asked you to collect. You see most of them atop a spore-producing column 30 feet up, but after looking around for a while, you, you find the exact same sample at ground level, and we don't have to do a metal check to, <laughs> to see if you fall off when it plumes in your face. And <laughs> We're skipping right through that, and we're going to day seven. All right. Nothing happens. Day six. Ooh, give me another survival check and drop. There we go. Eleven. Uh-oh. Can we assist? I am going to allow it. it. We will need two assists in order to keep on track. Andis, uh, do you have a, a, a bonus? No. Roll? No? All right. So, unfortunately, uh, you guys do get a little lost here on day seven, and I'll explain that in a moment. It's only a few hours after you camp on day seven. You hear the, the troop of uh, Kalkarikis scream, yapping warnings at one another, and all of a sudden become deathly silent. All of a sudden. <laughs> Make a perception check for me, everybody. Boy, so many natural 20s on these skill checks. I love I love wasting them. <laughs> Alindra, you see one of them scamper up to the very top of a tree that has a large bell flower kind of in the canopy, and it closes the petals around it and just completely disappears into the plants. The, the wind starts picking up, and it shifts directions. It turns leaves in the forest upside down. Uh, making very small swirling eddies in the, in the debris on the, the, the forest floor. Just about everyone sees, uh, within a few moments, what looks like a massive pink, fluffy cloud floating through the forest in your direction. Why does anyone with a life science check give me a... All right. Oh, oh. oh no! It's <laughs> a natural one for me, Zers. 16. Yeah, you guys, you guys do not know what is coming your direction. It looks... About, like, as far as you can see in either direction, east and west, a huge fog bank, a pink fog bank moving towards you. And it's about uh, 100 feet out, as far as you can see. What do you guys want to do? Is it in Uh, our path? Like, that's the direction we were going? Yes, and it's coming towards you. Uh, How high is it? Is it, like... Uh, As far as you can see into the, you know, to the top of the canopy. Okay. Uh, Neck would like to avoid that fog bank. Okay, so, so, stealth isn't going to work. No. Uh, no. It's, yeah, I am one on sentient, so it's not looking for you. It just it creeps about, in different directions. How about an acrobatic check to dive out of the way? What does anyone else with a, a sane um, action want to do right now? Um, is it possible to turn my suit on? Seeing this pink cloud approaching me? Yes. I mean, wouldn't that help? Like, atmosphere? Yeah, I mean... Unless it eats armor. So, Adris already has his armor with all the environmental protections on, and I think he will kind of gingerly step into this fog. Right, so as you get closer to it, not in fog, it is millions and millions of, of small spores, mold spores floating in concert and like being pushed by by the wind. Looks like it might be a bunch of uh, fungal spores or something. But yeah, they're they're super thick. There's millions of them. Right. And this is like gonna... Uh, yeah, it's soupy. It's like a blizzard. <coughs> hmm. Oh, wow. Andis is going to stop breathing for a while. <laughs> Nack is, <laughs> is going to activate his suit protections too. It, Rami's going to do the same. I, I will warn you, um, Jabert, you, you'll have to activate your suit if you don't want to have any ill effects from from oh, okay. the pink cloud. 
Okay, okay. So it's not just a, it's not just about breathing them. It's just like okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. went on. Okay. There's other stuff. So everyone wants to turn theirs on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. If we had a flamethrower, we could just go through this stuff. Oh, well, that's a good idea. I still have my flame pistol thing. I have, I have my inferno knife. <laughs> you you got cut the air. <laughs> Look, man, if it's spores, spores are going to catch on fire. Well, you're, you're going to have to stealth first because you got to sneak up on it. Uh, do I sense motive on the spores? That's the question. <laughs> the the uh, storm crashes around you through the forest, and you're just suddenly in a world covered in these pink and white spores, and and they're binding to your to your armor, nearly blinding you. You can see maybe a few feet ahead of you, and they're coating the ground. You know, even within just the first minute of you stepping into to the storm, building these massive spore drifts of uh, accumulated uh, spores. Do you, So, it's only the morning still, day seven. Do you guys want to press through? I mean, I think we could probably press through if it was just all of us, but we have an injured person and they're never going to make it through this. That's okay. Well, I mean, well, I, mean I think also the potential for us to get lost in this is pretty great. Not to mention well, the potential of the person, the, the injured person, that we have no idea if their suit is still intact to get infected by whatever these spores are going to have is also a, a threat. Rawaki's R- suit still has charge. She has put her environmentals on. Uh, it'll be slow going, but like I said, you've already rolled the, the half speed for today. So if you guys want to continue on, you okay. can. Okay, we might as well. I, th- I, I Rawaki's suit. Right. So it's a few hours later, maybe like five or six, as the, the mold storm subsides, you're just surrounded by massive banks of these spores everywhere. You're wading through them. You know, they, they come up to your ankles and parts where you, you drop down into to low gullies. Knack, you're just swimming through them, basically. And they, they're, they offer very little resistance. It's like drifting through a cloud, almost. But yeah, you're just struck with how thick a carpet the storm dropped on the jungle floor in in such a short time. And Patrick, can I pick up a stick and then just kind of like poke in front of me just so I can see if there's any holes that I'm about to fall into? Yeah. Uh, Do you think I'm going to just drop a hole on you? (laughs) You you might. (laughs) Oh, boy. I don't know what I've done to condition. It's it's the the ukulele sarlacc that has (laughs) popped up. (laughs) <laughs> you find a stick in this. <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> Sorry. All right. So as you're you're pushing through the, the mold spores, you come across a, a massive, a large beast with a, a thick carapace. It's about the size of a house. The, the outer shell, that of a crustacean, it's pockmarked with uh, spikes and large holes uh, from which you can see the, the creature just breathing in these spores, sucking them into its body. Uh, the head is a single, very large in- insectoid structure with tons of frilled antennae and uh, very small black eyes. Make a life science check if you want to tell what this beast be. <laughs> uh, Raimi, you, you notice these beasts eating the spores, uh, just sucking them up. This is a, a plumonice. It cleanses the, the jungle f- floor of the spores, sucking them into its body, and it pumps out warm oxygen. It's, you know, completely docile. It's like a, a giant forest whale. What was it okay. called? Plumonice. Oh. Hmm. That's nice. If anyone... That's Plumonice. Andros, why don't you make a survival check? 
One survival check. Coming at you. 25. Yes. Right. So you, you see this thing and behind it, it is moving east to west. It has a completely clear jungle that it's leaving behind it as it's sucking up all the spores. And uh, you're pretty sure <laughs> since it's, it's you know, docile like a cow, you can just prod it to, to go in your direction and you can walk behind this thing and fall into z- zero holes as you walk. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Yeah, I, I'll uh, just kind of poke it and... That's cute. I like this. We should keep it. Well, after it, you know, gets out of where the the mold storm reaches, it just comes kind of off in another direction. But you are able to pick up some time because of that, mm-hmm. uh, and make up some some miles from getting lost in the storm earlier in the day. Nice. And it is. It's still. It's been a long slog as you guys are able to clear out uh, of the spores. You've been in your your suits most of the day. You open it up. You're sweaty. At this point, most all of you have used at least one RP to rest up, get back stamina. I think a few of you, Alindra, Nack, Rama, you used a couple, you know, rest a few times during the day. Everyone at this point, by, by the time you get to nighttime and, and can rest, has just healed up. Except for Andis. I think Andis, you might have failed one additional fortitude check. So you've got like four points of stamina damage. Nothing. Okay. Nothing crazy. Rowaki as well has a little bit of, of stamina damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they're doing a lot better now that those things are like out of their stomach. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't everyone in this clearing that you find yourselves in that the pulmonice has made go ahead and give me a perception check? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everybody, mm-hmm. yeah. As you guys are, are setting up your tents, taking a rest, maybe drinking some water. You hear something coming from the south, crashing into trees, heavy footsteps coming at you. We are in initiative turn order as you see stepping forth a massive green scaled beast, large scaly beast, a maw of jagged teeth, its emerald hide glinting in the dying evening light. Knack, you recognize from the description Dr. Al Nuif gave you. This is a whiskered ring crota. Guys, this is a whiskered ring crota. It's the thing with a bunch of teeth in its head. Ah! <laughs> you asked it out. Right, right when you were like, hey, are there things with teeth out there? <laughs> Listen to its mighty roar. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, so it blasts one of those, and it also it, it looks really confused. It's shaking its head. You see it's just covered with these mold spores, and it looks it looks maddened. It looks in, enraged. Rowaki steps forward and says, Be careful of its dangerous attack. I've seen these before. It steps forward, looking pretty crazed, covered in all these spores, roaring in your direction, and it lets out a mighty bellow and says, To be continued. <laughs> 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 Barely made it through that, Patrick. You <laughs> Dumbest way we've ended an episode yet. Oh, oh I'm in pain. Oh, I'm in stitches. Oh, I make myself laugh, guys. Uh, that's that's the end of our episode. I can't believe none of you are are dying of a, a terrible disease right now. How different is this from book one? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I thought that Kasarik would have us for at least 
something. I mean, something you, you know, the real trick is that like once you get sick, like you, <laughs> get, so- you get worse. <laughs> like, it, it, oh, yeah. It propels itself forward. Eh, you got some med patches. You're going to be fine. Well, I mean. Yeah, besides the Kasarik, if uh, you guys failed intellect to tell that this is a mold storm, a very deadly storm that happens in Eucalam, and that is also the, the, the mold spores carry a horrible mental disease. <laughs> oh, Everyone put their suit on, though, and I'm like, oh, darn. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> Look, next, oh, beans. Next suit has one day of effectiveness, and I have saved it and saved it and saved it. I know, I know. I, <laughs> I saw that while I was prepping this book, Drew. I was like, ooh, yeah, next gonna get it. But <laughs> nope. Alas, you, you've you've held out. Great job, everybody. <laughs> We're gonna get to uh, the, the fight with the Ring Crota next week, and believe it or not, probably a whole bunch more fights. <laughs> oh, boy, can't uh, wait. Oh, boy. That's going to do it for us. Episode 23 of Cosmic Crit. Thanks for, for playing with me, everybody. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, say goodnight. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good morning. Good morning.